Welcome to Trading Perspectives. I'm John Norris, your host, and as always, we have our co-host, Sam Clement. Sam? Excited for the topic today. Well, I am too, and actually, I mean, apparently we've got a fair number of people asking these questions. I make a lot of economic presentations, and people have actually been talking about this, particularly leading up to the upcoming election, and a lot of noise that maybe some of the... I don't know, more progressive candidates have been talking sure. about uh, about what our next topic is. And Sam, drum roll, please. And why don't, why don't you let everyone know what we're going to talk about? Companies and their social responsibility. So something that, especially in the past week, has become a pretty hot topic with uh, everything that's going on with Nike. I hear you. And, you know, there's obviously a lot of uh, controversy, if you if that's the right word, regarding... I think that is. You know, Nike's decision to use Colin Kaepernick nice as, part nice of, as a portion of their marketing campaign. Campaign. By nowhere near is it the entire marketing campaign. It's just a portion of it. It's just one of the athletes. But that certainly did create a lot, a lot of stir. And in the past, we've also seen companies maybe like a Starbucks or whatnot try to push more and more. It depends on where you sit on the aisle. Perhaps a, a, a more of a social agenda, sure. know, social awareness with their products and services. And, you know, people have been asking us, asking Sam, and I've gotten this question a lot. Um, just what should companies be doing? And this might be a generational difference, uh, more than perhaps uh, maybe a political difference. But, Sam, I'm going to throw it to you. I mean, what well, are people saying? What are people thinking? Well, you threw out some companies. You threw out Starbucks. Yeah. Uh, talked about Nike. But then there's also the companies on the other side of this whole debate with, um, you know, remember Martin Shkreli? Shkreli? I do remember him. Raising, raising drug prices. I mean, that that's about as complete opposite of Nike and Starbucks. You know, he is basically saying he's there for his shareholders and to get the company as much money, as much profit as they can. Well, to that end, I mean, legally speaking, legally speaking, and as an investment professional, someone in, in, in finance, uh, very difficult for me to get away from the basic tenet of a corporation, and that's to provide a return to their investors. Right. Depending on, obviously, what good or service that they're doing. Ultimately, the reason why they exist is to generate a profit in which they can turn back over to the people that have entrusted them with their capital. I don't think anyone can really sensibly argue that when you boil it down, that is why companies go into business. Well, sure. That's what Milton Freeman, that was a big point of his, is that the companies had no responsibility outside of returning profit to the shareholders. And and while Milton Freeman is undoubtedly right, about that. I mean, in terms of just basic theory, at the same time, I'm not sure if I know of very many people that want to do business with a company that is that hard-hearted. I mean, that, that, that's me talking. Maybe I hang out with a different breed of cat, but but a company that doesn't necessarily care about its place in the community is probably not one that a lot of people would like to do business with. Your well, thoughts? sure, but then that also goes back to hurting their profits, if that's something that exactly. those consumers... Exactly. So... Exactly. I mean, that was another one of Friedman's points is that it doesn't, the responsibility doesn't fall on the company to decide what's right and wrong. Yeah. It falls on the consumer to decide what's right and wrong and then affect the company through that. With, you're, you're hitting the nail on the head with that. Uh, we as consumers of various products and services, it doesn't matter what it is, we want to do business with those companies which we like. Just like just like you want to be friends with people that you like and you know you want to do business with individuals that you like. And none of us really want to do business with some, with some company that is perceived to be amoral in some form or fashion. And on the flip side, there are some of us that don't want to do business with those companies that are solely out to make social statements. So sure. what is the appropriate place uh, and for a company in the 21st century? What is the appropriate social response? Now, as one of the incorporators of Oakworth Capital Bank, 
Uh, I could probably turn to you, Sam, and say, Sam, did you know during the month of July we had SG&A costs, you know, employee-related costs of one point, about $1.2 million, and we put aside over $200,000 for taxes. So I could look anyone square in the eye and go, here we are, we're socially responsible, we're providing jobs in Birmingham, Montgomery, Mobile, which puts food on the table for a lot of associates. And at the same time, we're also being taxed and our money goes to Montgomery, it goes to Washington in order to help fund the government. Would you say that that is being socially responsible? I would. So, you know, so when people say companies need to be socially responsible, obviously they're not necessarily talking about that. They're talking about something else. How can companies affect change in the neighborhood? And that's when all of a sudden we open up a very difficult political slippery slope, which remains to be seen whether or not Nike has gone down that too far with its current campaign. Yeah, I think that's something you're going to have to look at more long term because, you know, the people that say would boycott nike wouldn't stop buying stuff you're not really going to see that until six months a year down the line when people start needing new shoes and new clothes however the people that are going to support it even more now that's that's something you can see immediately that's they have rising sales that first weekend yeah right after all of that news came out did they have rising sales yeah they did it was labor day weekend um, last year so it's always a it's always been a weekend that has increased sales but the average over the past few years had been around 17%. This this year is around 32 Wow, that's pretty so, awesome. Now, now, if you remember, I, in the newsletter that I put out last Friday, I talked a lot about this particular issue. and talked about Colin Kaepernick and, and Nike. And people who know me know me well enough know that I can be somewhat cynical. Uh, I prefer to use the term pragmatic. It seems so much uh, softer, I think. Your thoughts on that, Sam? I'd agree. <laughs> Fair enough. People have called me cynical. And I did write that Nike, regardless of how they feel about Ka- Colin Kaepernick as a, as a person, how they feel about his stand regarding the national anthem and, and protesting the racism um, in, in society and pretty, uh, police brutality, which Kaepernick we would said was the reason for his initial flag protest. Right. Whether how the Nike feels about that, I really do not believe that the company would would put out a major marketing campaign with this being this potentially socially divisive or controversial if it did not think it would generate higher levels of sales. Oh, you'd hope not. So I would argue that even those companies that that are professing to do something socially responsible are doing it thinking that they can make a buck off well of it. then is it even really that socially responsible now therein lies the uh I that's guess, something to sleep on <laughs> something to sleep on or perhaps maybe you can have a cocktail with your friends and talk about sure. that and it'll get deeper and deeper as uh, the, the longer you talk about it so uh, that's what i would say and you know people people who are passionate about such things would look at me and tell me that i'm part of the problem when i say that but i mean truthfully i mean investors in nikes and nike what do they want they want to return, right? Yeah. More than new pair of shoes. Yeah, with that, without a doubt. And you know, the board of directors of Nike, what do they want? They want to return. They want to return on their money. I guarantee you, people swallowed pretty hard when the marketing department came in and said, "This is what we're going to do." Some people loved it. Ultimately, I guarantee you, a major marketing campaign, a lot of stuff Starbucks has done in the past. There is someone in there who has run some metrics and sit there and say, this is going to do well. This is going to do well. This is going to generate a rate of return for the company. 
Well, it seems like that's become a bigger topic in investing alone is people investing in companies that they deem socially responsible. Yeah, sure. Whether yeah. even uh, environmentally responsible, you know, you're starting to see uh, investment strategies based on companies that are more forward thinking in that aspect. Well, I mean, and there, there you run through a sort of a slippery slope as well. I mean, let's imagine we have someone that comes to, oh, I don't know, an RIA or a broker or even, even our firm has a modest amount of money, but they want to, they don't want to invest in, say, alcohol, tobacco, firearms, uh, genetically modified foods uh, is one, and then you know, maybe companies that don't pollute or, or something along those lines, carbon-friendly companies. Uh, and we put them in an S&P 500 fund, or the registered investment advisor, or the broker puts them in a, uh, in a uh, index fund. Have we broken their, 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 their desire by doing so, understanding that if we do something like that, we, by, almost by definition, we will be investing in some companies that do those things which they have told us not to do. So is index investing socially responsible? Sam, your thoughts? It's a tough one. Again, I think that's something you have to sleep on again. <laughs> that is a tough one. Understanding that there are telecommunications companies out there, I'm not going to mention any names because I don't want to throw out any of the caveats, that uh, stream pornography into your phones if you so desire. However, people would never look at these companies and go, gee whiz, these are companies that aren't socially responsible. Or manufacturing, uh, manufacturing companies that might do things overseas. You know, in the United States, they might not run sweatshops, but they might do something overseas. Right. So all of a sudden, that gets to be a slippery slope. Where when when people want, people want this, they go, listen. Everyone wants a, a perfect world. I'm not going to say that they, that they don't. And I would say, particularly for those people in you know pushing an environmental agenda, no one, not no one in corporate America wants to go back to a time like we had in the late '60s or the the '60s, where the Cuyahoga River in Cleveland, Ohio, caught fire. However, at the same time, while these people want you know, every, everyone to be socially responsible, and without a doubt, and, and, and it's admirable, I don't think that anyone wants to be socially responsible and invest, invest in socially responsible companies and lose their money at the same time. What are your thoughts on that? I think that's a pretty fair point. So, But it, it seems like this, this, I mean, you could probably attest to this better than I could. It seems like this has become more prevalent these days, and consumers actually... Uh, spending their money with companies that they agree on and investing in companies like that. Well, I mean, it's, and that's, that's everyone's prerogative, right? Right. But so do you I'm, think that's become people are actually sticking to their guns more now in hmm. terms of what they're investing in? I think really some of the companies that have been most forthright with their social agenda, if you want to call it that, and that's a very strong term, and I, you know, I'm just my command of the English language couldn't come up with anything better than agenda. I believe those companies felt as though they were in a strong enough market position where they could perhaps push something a little bit outside of the box or presumably so all, uh, and get away with it. Sure. I mean, the companies we mentioned earlier, Nike, Starbucks, yeah. those both yeah. seem like companies that have such a stronghold. And such and, a strong brand, yeah, frankly. Sure. And, we, and we could make an argument that their brand is due to the social responsibility, and I might not be able to argue with you on that, but they are in market-dominant or market-strength positions where they can get away with that. Now, some company that is losing money is probably not going to come right. out and, and say, this is what we're going to do. Right. So, so I mean, I, people need a cup of coffee still. 
Yeah, I tell I tell you, back when back when all the fancy coffees became popular, I thought this is ridiculous. What's wrong with a, go, a cup of uh, you know X Y Z? Yeah, I'm know? with you. Uh, and I gotta tell you, I do kind of enjoy a, a fancy cup of coffee every now and again. Coffee milkshake in the yeah, morning. Well, I don't I don't do that. I think the you like cream. Yeah, I, I think you like that. Uh, I, I take my coffee black. Uh, but even I'm, so, I'm with you. I don't, I'm not not a big fan of the uh, <laughs> the coffee milkshake. Um, but many of that. Um, take Nike Apparel. I mean, we all know what they do, and we all know we all know where they stand on a lot of things. Is this really going to, you know, move the needle one way or the other? You said the first week's weekend sales is pretty good. It'd be interesting to see with the success of Nike's controversial, if you want to use that term again, sure, uh, marketing campaign using Colin Kaepernick, whether or not this will encourage other companies after seeing the success of it to do other sort of campaigns. Well, I think you've seen it even in companies like Dick's Sporting Goods and Walmart relating to their firearms. Well, you're right. And the thing is, no one's marketing to me. Uh, I will tell you that right now. I am old enough where I've got the brands that I like to use. I think that goes back to your cynical nature. Well, I mean, I think it's more pragmatic, Sam. That's that's what my mother has always said about me, so pragmatic person. Uh, But people aren't obviously marketing to me any longer. I mean, they truly aren't. So all this, for me, is kind of water water off a duck's back. I'm not paying a lot of attention. Um, I'm probably going to buy Nike shoes the next time I go to buy Nike shoes, regardless of what the marketing campaign is. Uh, regardless of the color of the Starbucks cups uh, and whether or not they put a Christmas tree on it at Christmas time, I'm still going to occasionally go in there and get an overpriced cup of coffee because it's a treat. And I've bought into the branding a little bit. I mean, seriously, I have. But slight nuances in what they do and maybe the political persuasion of the people in the marketing department or even the CEO's office isn't going to stop me as a consumer from purchasing a product that I think might be superior to others. I'm interested to see what happens with Nike's stock price, because I know the first day they announced it, they lost about $4 billion in market cap. <laughs> now, they've recovered a good yeah, bit of that. Yeah. I think they're still down a little bit since then, but well, you know, like we talked about, having a more long-term perspective on that, I'm curious to see how exactly that plays at out. At the end of the day, stock prices come down to corporate profitability. That's at the end of the day. People were selling the stock based on the fear that the, that the Kaepernick thing was going to turn off more consumers than it would turn on. So if they all of a sudden announce third quarter sales, which are through the roof, you're going to see the stock price go up. Right. Regardless of what uh, what, what their marketing campaign was. What does that say about the stock market? How, how smart it is, the fact that something like this brings a company down that much? Well, it, what, it, what it does say about the stock market, because it does ultimately come back to corporate profits, it's what we have said what investors want the whole time, a return on their money. Right. And if a socially conscious or a socially aware agenda will generate the returns, the earnings per share, if you will, that investors are needing, there is no reason why a company shouldn't and why a company wouldn't develop a more socially aware, socially responsible, if you will, uh, agenda. So I don't think that this is the last of it, particularly if something as controversial as Colin Kaepernick has been over the last couple of years. If it engenders more sales, I guarantee we will see more consumer goods products, companies, be more political with their campaigns. And political is not the best word choice, but I think you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. So so we're different ages, Sam, obviously. People my age, we aren't sitting around talking about branding all that much. Um, What do people closer to your age, how do they feel? about companies being socially responsible? You know, I think a lot of people, 
I know that both agree and disagree with the whole Colin Kaepernick campaign. I think probably most of those people are still going to keep buying Nike stuff either way. I have found that I've, I think their shoes are the best, better looking and what have you. I've, I've got to put a caveat. Now that I've said this, I've got to put a caveat out there. I don't own, own the, comp, the, the stock personally or either directly or indirectly. We're not major buyers. Of, we don't make a market in it, all that good stuff. We have nothing to gain by talking about Nike stock. So there you have it. So, um, I, yeah, I would agree with you on that. It hasn't changed necessarily changed my opinion. And, and I did write most, last, people, most I, people. I did write last Friday. What would I, I don't know what it would take for a company to turn me off so much that I would completely quit buying their product. Maybe maybe just outright treasonous or something completely heretical or something like that. That's probably when it's beyond the pale. Not, not where I'm sitting there thinking it, and I can immediately deduce that they're doing this because they think it's going to play in Peoria. But it's when someone has gotten, I mean, so completely unhinged that they are willing to risk it all just to make a statement. And I don't think any, any, any publicly traded company is anywhere close to doing that anytime soon. Not at all. So in terms of socially responsible marketing campaigns, socially responsible investing, you know, at the end of the day, is it desirable? And I would tell you, as far as I would answer, and Sam, I want your thoughts as well, at the end of the day, is it desirable? And the answer is only if it generates the profits that investors are looking for. So basically, we've come in a big circle back to the original point that falls onto the consumer more so than the company. And it doesn't matter really from what we're talking about. It doesn't really matter kind of what age you are. Right. Especially if you're in that target demographic. Like I said, people around my age. Now, like you said, it won't affect you as much either. You probably won't change your spending habits. But because I'm pragmatic? Sure. Yeah, there you have it. But the people in their target market, probably the people, what would you say, 16 to 30? Yeah. Those people, even more so than than older people, their spending habits aren't changing. Yeah. The the people that are probably probably going to get the most offended about it probably aren't buying a lot of Nike shoes. Right. Or buying them less frequently. Well, there you have it. Well, there you have it. We have kind of pretty much run out of time today. And as always, Sam, uh, perhaps we need a little bit more diversity of thought around here. We, the, the, the podcast is called Trading Perspectives. But at the end of the day, it seems like while we might tr- trade ideas back and forth, our perspectives can tend to be kind of similar. Your thoughts? I, I'd agree with that. Maybe, I, maybe <laughs> next week. Proving my yeah. point, I think. <laughs> I disagree. Yeah. Maybe, maybe next week we can come up with something a little more controversial. Well, I mean, the, frankly, a lot of people would consider this topic uh, controversial. So uh, I think it's a good one. I, I don't think uh, this is going to be the end of this topic. We'll be talking about this increasingly over the years to come, as particularly as our access to information uh, is instantaneous and we get to form uh, opinions on companies much more rapidly than we used to. So there you have it. At the end of the day, it's about making money, I would argue. Right there with you. So thank you all for listening this week. We hope that you've enjoyed Trading Perspectives. Uh, If you've enjoyed it, please, by all means, go out there and tell your friends, neighbors, loved ones a little bit about our podcast here. If you didn't like it, uh, please go out there and tell your friends, neighbors, loved ones that they have to listen to this crazy show with these uh, these people that don't know what they're talking about. Either way, tell your friends, neighbors, and loved ones. You can also send us an email to tradingperspectives at oakworthcapital.com if you have any sort of ideas for future topics or just comments or questions or otherwise. Um, And then finally, 
Um, if you are interested in reading uh, some of our, our comments and views, please, by all means, go to oakworthcapital.com. Take a look underneath the Thought Leadership tab on the, on, the, on the landing page, and there you'll find Common Sense, our newsletter. So thank you so much for listening in. Say goodbye, Sam. Goodbye. See you next week. All right. This is John Norris signing off. Y'all take care.